Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the Fresh Drunk Stone Tour. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Fresh Drunk Stone Podcast right here on CannabisRadio.com. And you can be able to check out all the other episodes that we have done with all ridiculous and somewhat questionable titles on every single uh, way you be able to get a podcast that's uh, Spotify or Spreaker or just go to the website. You can be able to do that. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a comment. Leave us a five-star even to tell us that we have small dicks because we know we have small dicks. And we're over it by now. And speaking of small dicks, my co-host and very good friend, Matt Bellick. Matt, how are you? I got the smallest, pinkest dick in town. <laughs> it's just like a like a very like a retarded carrot, really. Sure. Uh, are you allowed to say retard? Oh, wait a minute. Speaking of, re- <laughs> speaking of retards, I have God. you brought it up, but um, before we get to, before we get into this episode, first of all, hey, good to talk to you. It's been it's been what a full fortnight since we. Uh, yeah, we we missed last week just because of just scheduling issues. I mean, you're super busy and I am super busy. We uh, actually the the radio station is hosting a conference down in downtown Miami this weekend. So we just really be kind of pushing a lot of stuff. The USCC Expo um, that's going to be at the Hyatt Regency in Miami. Uh, and we've just been doing a lot of stuff with that. Everything's been pretty crazy. And uh, so, yeah, so we missed last week, but now we are back to uh, to create more havoc. Is that the Cannabis Conference? It is a Cannabis Conference, the United States Cannabis Conference. Educate, empower, and engage. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) George's Um, dopey voice on that. Yeah, it's great. Um, Wait, all right, we were were talking about retards. Okay, so (laughs) there's there's a show that was on ABC... In like primetime spot back from uh, aired for four seasons, eighty nine to ninety three, called life. Life goes on. Have you heard about this? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh boy, um, <laughs> what is this show? Wait, how'd you find out about the show? Tim was telling me about it, and I didn't believe him when he first told me. And then we looked <laughs> it up. It's a show called Life Goes On, and Life it's, Goes On. All right, yeah, it's it right with with Corky. It stars a real life actor with Down syndrome. Oh my lord! Who plays a kid in high school who has Down syndrome, and it's kind of his trials and tribulations, if you will. But um, first of all, like it's pretty fucked up because like we watch like we YouTube a couple episodes. <laughs> They'll just like like the other kids will like bully him and just call him like retard to his face. My lord. Uh, yeah, but then there's other scenes where it's just really fucked up. Like, like he like steals the driver's ed car and just like almost kills a bunch of kids. <laughs> what the fuck is this show? It's just a ridiculous scene, dude. He's just uh, I don't know, but it was the uh, first television show to have a major actor, a major character with Down syndrome. Yeah, yeah, and the actor had Down syndrome in real life. Yeah, it, it, it's just, dude, I, I just couldn't believe it. Because the way, all right, so the way Tim's telling me, he's like, he's like, yeah, there's a show. It's about this kid who's kind of downsy. And and then, like, he's, like, telling me, he's like, he's like yeah, and like, in one of the episodes, his sister has a boyfriend who gets AIDS and has a heart attack. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I know. And this is all real. What the fuck? Very weird show. Uh, just trying to spread the word. Life goes on. If you have a chance... They have a couple full episodes on YouTube. It's uh, it's fantastic. Um, so the guy who plays the main character, Chris I think his Burke, name is Chris something, yeah, yeah, Chris Burke. He was actually nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor in a Miniseries. Didn't get it though. Uh, no, no, he was he was I guess too slow. 
Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, how do you know? Oh, well, never. How do you not make that joke? How are they not giving it to that guy though? I mean, they probably like, just told him they did, anyways. That's true. Gave him like a lollipop. <laughs> Here's the Golden Globe. Um, yeah, the that's opening nice. theme was "Obla di Obla da," which is really interesting. But I guess because it's life goes on. I actually just I found this other. Um, I found this other show recently that uh, what's that guy's name? Michael Rappaport was on. Yep. And uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, but um, the really goofy dude was uh, the guy who played what's his name from Queen. We talked about him last show. Oh, the guy, uh, yeah, Malik something. Yeah, Rami, Rami Malik. Rami so Malik. He yeah. play. He plays like the son. Uh, Michael Rapport's the father, and then he has a son, and the son's best friend is this kid, and he is just like ridiculously gay, but he they like nobody nobody he doesn't come out until like later season or something like that, but he's just like stereotypically gay the entire time. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this show would never, ever go over now. But this, wow, is this worse? Well, it was, it's, here's the thing about that show. Like, they're not, like, making fun of the guy. Uh, there are some scenes where you're just like, ooh, it's fucked up. But you kind of, apparently you're supposed to kind of feel that way. Like, you're supposed to shine some light here. Uh, I read the YouTube comments thinking that it's just going to be a bunch of people being, like, really mean. Mm-hmm. And it's just all, like, support. They're like, oh, I remember this show. You know, my sister had Down syndrome. We used to watch the show together. But then you watch it, man. It just seems, it almost seems like they're trying to fucking make fun of this guy. Because some of the scenes, I'm just like, oh, jeez. Like, well, I mean, like, if you're going to have a character like that, like you have to play up to it, don't you? I don't know, man. There's a scene where he, he meet the one episode, he meets another girl who has Down syndrome. And, but she has like a car and goes to like college. So she's like really well adjusted. And he want like Corky, the character, the guy he plays, he like really, he like wants to start dating her. And then her parents are basically like, we're like, no, nah, we don't think that these kids should see each other. And they tell Corky's parents, basically, like, your son is too retarded for our retarded oh daughter. God. Yeah. They're like, they're like, she's not as retarded as him. Like, she drives a car. And she's pretty oh, well Jesus We Christ. don't think it's a good thing if she hangs around him. And we don't want him bringing, like, her down to his retarded life. My God, daughter. it's not a venereal disease, for Christ's sake. They're not going to – she's not going to catch it. Yeah, there's, like, a real – well, she had Down syndrome. Well, no, I understand that. But it's not but like they it's were like worse being around other people with Down syndrome. Yeah, I don't know. So that was an episode. And then they're like, and then they're like kind of like playing like Romeo and Juliet. They're like, we don't give a fuck what our parents think. We're going to go meet up. Uh, and then like, there's like a kiss, a lot of spit. It, it's, oh, God. It's, <laughs> it was, but it's a weird episode. I'm just saying. Like, what was uh, the name of the episode? Can you catch Down syndrome? No, it's literally called High Hopes. Uh, go ahead and look it up. High Hopes by Life Goes On. It's on YouTube, full up. So, you know what the best part about watching this is on YouTube? <laughs> it's, it's somebody who just kind of like recorded it yeah uh, commercials and all so you get to watch like commercials from 1992 and it's <laughs> that's it's, awesome it's, i love it's that a, it's a fun jam if you have if you ever have free time just google like like youtube like commercials from the 90s it's it's awesome um yeah oh here it is look at this i found it life goes on high hopes right give that I'm just saying, at some point today, give that a watch, Ricky. It went on for a while, I think. Dude, 80, I want to say 83 episodes. So they're like 17 episodes away from syndication, which is crazy. They just didn't uh, get there? No, no, no. Good cross. <laughs> just, 
All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, I'll definitely have to check that out. I'm I'm, I'm terribly I'm terrified of the show. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I did not think that uh, that we were gonna have to <laughs> we were gonna talk about something like that. Last thing about it, there's a fantastic scene in one of the episodes where he's supposed to sing some song for the talent show, uh, but then he's like, "I'm not just gonna sing this dorky song. I'm like a badass now." So that uh, that guy goes up there and and sings "Fight the Power," and uh, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty excellent. Wow. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fight the power. All right. All right. Um, Life goes on on YouTube. All right then. Well, I mean, I will have to check that out. Yeah. Um, wow. It doesn't hurt to get super high before you watch that. Yeah, I think just to kind of t- sting the, uh, you know, take take the sting out of it a little bit. Anyway, what's up with you, buddy? Uh, man, just uh, it's been uh, it's been a, a crazy couple of weeks. I'm working a whole lot and everything like that. But uh, what's been really cool is that uh, we. I have officially finished two original songs for Brass Knucklehead and uh, we're in the process of doing a couple more and we just started booking outside of South Florida, which is pretty cool. Um, we started booking, we have two shows at the uh, Tin Roof in Orlando, which if you've ever been to the Tin Roof in Orlando, you know where the Orlando Eye is? Yes, it's the big Ferris wheel. Yeah, it's literally in the same plaza. So it's like right on I Drive in the same plaza as the Orlando I. It I can imagine it's probably going to be packed in there when when we're in there, which is going to be dope because we really don't know. We lied to them tremendously. They were like, "Do you have a fan base up here?" We're like, "Hell yeah, we know a bunch of people up there." In reality, I know like fucking three. So um, hopefully I, those three. I know a few cats. I could probably help spread the word. Yeah, well, I think we're going to make like a trip out of it to go to Universal and and do that whole entire thing. Uh, So we'll probably drag at least like 10 other people with us up there. Haven't you been to Universal enough? Uh, No, no. The answer answer is no. And they just opened up the the new Hagrid's roller coaster. And we've ridden that twice already. Well, can I tell you something? Uh, (laughs) The other Universal is three miles from my house. Yes, I know. I know. Three miles. Yes. And I'm not going to go. Why? But I mean, why not experience it? I've I've done it. No, you haven't. It's different there. It's, it's different. a different. It's a different one. It's different in California than it is in. In uh, you really want to get into this debate? I will tell you exactly how it's different. Lay it on me, Corky. No, it's it's really <laughs> <laughs> very subtle. Um, was it? Uh, no, it, it's different. There are different things. There's things uh, that are done differently in uh, in the. Uh, LA Park as I'm talking about same rides um hmm same greasy teenagers dressed up as people better weather sure I mean that's that's definitely a place um yeah uh, it's well they're so like they're opening up like a secret life of pets ride that we don't have here uh they they do have um I'm trying to think what else they have that oh they they just revamped the Jurassic Park ride that's different it's Jurassic World over there as opposed to the Jurassic Park over here oh we got Jurassic World you guys are still yeah. living in the park yeah <laughs> damn yo why don't we why don't we do this why don't you and the wife come o- come over here for a weekend and uh, and I will go there the four of us can go it'd be great yeah yeah that's uh, that's kind of the plan uh, I uh, I had to get because we're going to these two weddings in October. Uh, back to back uh, it's like october 5th i'm gonna be in jersey come home i like fly out friday saturday is the wedding fly home sunday and then that thursday fly out to um 
I can't even remember where the hell we're going in North Carolina. And then there's a wedding that we have to go to on Saturday in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then we fly back. Um, so I had to open up a credit card in order to be able to pay for this shit. Um, Who's so getting got, married? Are these your, your people or her people? No, no, no. I, I told her straight up that uh, we are no longer allowed to be friends with anybody that has, has not already gotten married or already has a child. No new friends because whoever is remaining in this group, uh, I'll have to suck it up and deal with. But past that, I'm not going any more <sighs> weddings. Yeah. dealing with any more babies. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going to reproduce. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I think. I think you squoze too much into a sock that there may not be any left in you. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my uh, speaking of wedding, my brother's getting married. Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I heard this this little story um, about you coming down here for what an engagement party or. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be. Uh, I'm coming down there uh, a week from tomorrow mm -hmm. so you're going to be down here and uh it just so happens that you're also going to uh be basically waving to uh waving to your wife uh while she travels back to los angeles so she leaves the day i get in we planned that on purpose did did you did you no. or did you just did you no. just forget to tell her that this was happening no no, no. what happened was uh my brothers get his Things going down on the 10th. He's got this engagement party. I have a show out here on the 8th. So I'm kind of stuck in California till the 8th. And I have to be there on the 10th. So I, I got to come out there on the 9th. And she is going to be there from the 2nd to the 9th. Mm. But I can't, I mean, I would have went a little earlier to spend some time down there with her. But I got a show on the 8th here. Kind of tethers me to the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? But couldn't she have stayed an extra day and seen you? I think she could have. Um, I think she's got a whole work thing going on. I don't know. She Well, she bought these tickets a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So she, I think she already had a return flight. Uh, my brother had just kind of figured this out like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I think you're being blamed for being an idiot. I'm being blamed. Yeah. I think it's. I think they're, they're, they're calling it your gaffe on this one. Who's they? The women? Yes. The, uh, women. the, the really. stuff that happens. What it would be like to, to understand how the group chat works. Oh, that, that group chat all the those girls are in? No, oh, it scares God. me. It terrifies me. It is absolutely, utterly terrifying. This is true. She, uh, she'll try to get me involved with it sometimes, and I, I, I don't want any part of it. No, no, I don't. And, and the thing is, is that like it's so in the ear, in one ear and out the other. A lot of times, like, I mean, you have to understand is that they talk so much, and there's so many women in this group chat, all the information that passes by. Um, and then when you go, uh, so what's everybody doing? And the answer is, I don't know. It's like, how the fuck do you not know? You literally one, talk to these people all the time. One time, uh, Elena said, hand me my phone. Her phone was in the bedroom for a couple hours. We were in the living room and stuff. She was get my phone and I gave it to her and she had 96 messages mm -hmm. in that group chat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a problem. What the Fuck, man. Yeah, it was Mahalia. Mahalia was the one that started the group chat. When when the group chats were created on the iPhone, that's when everything went downhill because Mahalia started the very first group chat of all those all those girls, and then it just turned into subgroup chat. It's like it's like having Reddit on your phone. Yeah, there's different little sub ones. I don't know, man. Hey, whatever makes them happy. I don't even really know what's. I I think that what they do is they kind of all they they like. They keep each other updated with what they're all doing for the day, like a lot. Mm -hmm. Like they'll just be like taking a poop. 
hey, I got this for lunch. And then the other ones will chime in and be like, oh, cool. Or whatever they do. I don't know. But then there's also a lot of drama. I've seen it when she's glued to it. I'm like, what are you doing on your phone there? She's like, oh, I'm in the group chat. This girl's fighting with this girl. I'm like, oh, boy. It's great reality television if you think about it, though. Well, just fine. Great. I mean, I guess for them, if you're involved, because you know all the characters and everything like that, if it played out like a reality television show, yeah, it's like you probably wouldn't, yeah, it would probably be a bit entertaining. It's like a Vanderpump kind of deal, but real life going on right in front of me. Yeah, Vanderpump, but everybody's poor. Mmm, Vanderpoor. Yeah, Vander, exactly, Vanderpoor. Um, uh, speaking of, uh, speaking of popular and uh, television, um, not going back to the uh, the show about the kid with Down syndrome, but uh, I saw the new uh, Quentin Tarantino film. Have you seen the new Quentin Tarantino? I have not. Okay, um, so I got into a pretty big argument with Hillary over this because I went to go see it by myself because I knew Kim wouldn't wouldn't want to see this, and I thought it was brilliant. I love the movie. It's two hours and thirty nine minutes. It's an extreme time investment if you want to go see it. And I went head over heels talking about this movie to Hillary. She dragged Lee to it, and uh, they almost walked out because they said it was so bad. Whoa. Okay. First of all, I, now I've not seen it. Mm-hmm. I've had some friends see it, heard some great things, and only great things. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie, man. How bad? How bad? Well, the thing is that you have to you have to understand Quentin Tarantino films. Like I think that a lot of people, like let's say take the like the Hateful Eight, like that movie would not people a lot of people probably wouldn't like that if you're not into Tarantino films. I've seen almost every Tarantino film in theaters since I was able to go to Tarantino films in theaters, and they're all extremely crazy and at some points slow. And this was the problem with this movie is that the middle of it was pretty fucking slow but the acting is exquisite in the movie and brad pitt is unbelievable in this film yeah i i know i'm gonna enjoy it uh i actually you know it's funny i just saw hateful eight for the first time last night really watched it on netflix yeah it's a crazy fucking movie it's great yeah i just watched glorious bass i literally like all the all the quentin tarantino films basically all of them i don't think jackie brown's on there but um basically all the quentin tarantino films are on netflix right now and uh it's um it's uh it's gonna be amazing because now i can watch all of them i think i've watched i watched the hateful eight i watch inglorious bastards i watch reservoir dogs and i gotta pop into pulp fiction and uh kill bill um yeah, I I didn't see Kill. So of the Tarantino movies, I've not seen Kill Bill Volume Two, and I have not seen Jackie Brown. Uh, Jackie Brown, I think that was his first film. Yeah, it's, I heard it. they're all they're all really really good movies, but they right. are they teeter on being very very long and sometimes pretty drawn out. I think Kill Bill was probably the one movie that was Kill Bill and Kill Bill Volume Two was probably the the weirdest of them all, and definitely the the most artsy of them all i even saw the remember grindhouse yeah those are good uh so those two movies planet terror and death proof they played back to back as like a grindhouse film and it was like almost four hours and i sat in the movie theater and watched that whole damn thing and it was great he even put like fake trailers in the middle of it and fake commercials and stuff like that yeah planet terror was was oak it wasn't my favorite but grindhouse it it was it wasn't completely amazing the but car it, one was good. I like that one. Death Proof, yeah, Death, Death Proof. That was with Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty good. I I enjoyed that. That was probably the slower of the two of them. Planet Terror was more. I don't know. It was more action, but I, it still didn't. It, it's not my favorite. And Glorious Bastard, I think, is my probably my favorite Tarantino. Uh, yeah, it's pretty great. 
it's uh, it's amazing on all fronts and another unbelievable uh pulp fiction is pretty great too pulp fiction is really good too i i do like that movie i just think that because pulp fiction was not a movie i, I saw in theaters yeah um and well, uh, Django, is Django, also Django is fantastic movie. yeah I think he, he was on a serious role for that, but he's supposedly only doing 10 films and that was his ninth film. So I'm interested to see what his last film is going to be. He says he's doing 10 films and he's done. I think he's doing a uh, adaptation of life goes on. <laughs> yeah. And if it was co- true Quentin Tarantino style, um, then the, the kid with down syndrome uh, would uh, not actually have down syndrome. He was an undercover uh, CIA agent the entire time. Yeah. Well, the first couple scenes, he doesn't have it. And in the end he has it. <laughs> he just gets it so you yeah it's all tarantino can, can catch down syndrome i don't know i i'm, I'm not a, i'm not a dentist but i don't think that's how it works <laughs> um another movie i saw uh i don't know if we talked about this i saw the lion king did you um, get to that <clears throat> wait didn't we talk about that you didn't like it was the, it the, was that what I, I don't remember if we talked about it or not well i remember you didn't like aladdin and and aladdin uh, fucking sucked oh wait did you i mean i don't know if we had if you were gonna see it or you had seen it last time we talked, but yeah, I, I was telling you, I, I heard a lot of people weren't happy because like the animals didn't have emotions or something. Because they're fucking animals. Right. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, we definitely did a little dive on this before, but yeah, it's a, uh, you know, they're just gonna keep remaking these fucking turds. So <laughs> yeah, they got Mulan coming out next. Um, they're doing uh, Little Mermaid and anything. You know what should be Tarantino's 10th film is a remake of a Disney film. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. I'm trying to think of which one could be the most fucked up. Probably like Peter Pan or something like that. You could make it pretty dark. Well, he'll make, oh, make like a dark one. A dark Peter Pan movie where at the end of it, he really is just like locked in an insane asylum for doing too much LSD in the 60s and shit. Well... They say that Peter Pan is like an angel and those kids are dead and he's taking them to Neverland, which is heaven. Someone said that like there was like an analogy there. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I, whatever. Dead kids. <laughs> what? Uh, dead kids. kids. Ah, that's what they're saying. They're saying that those kids were dead. and He's taking them to heaven. I just like how you said dead kids and laughed. That's all. Oh, I didn't laugh. I just said whatever. Kids, okay. unfortunately it's not a good thing but uh kids die it sucks but uh my lord the real world we're living in ricky <laughs> apparently what were you gonna say you played copper blues recently how was that uh yes we did play copper blues it, it was good i i always love copper blues it's always a fun crowd and everything like that and it's always nice that when we are able to pair that with like a a, a pretty big comedian that comes into the improv next door so I saw that. Now I was kind of confused about this because Country Wayne was at, um, was at the, the improv, but also Kate Quigley was, and I was confused on if they were on the same show, and I don't think that was the case. Uh, definitely so, not. Were they? I was going to say because I mean, like I know Country Wayne, his style. Uh, I mean, he's like a he's like a Christian comedian or something like that, right? I don't believe so. Uh, I thought he was. I thought it's all like God and stuff. I'm I'm not really big into the country Wayne. I wouldn't really know. Um, but they might have been doing like a split weekend. Um, That's probably what was going on because I the things that I researched about country Wayne it was a lot of it seemed like a lot of God stuff, and then anything that I researched about Kate Quigley is just basically almost nude photos of her and i'm like well this this doesn't 
seem like it. Well, she's got a lot of that stuff. Um, Her whole you know, Instagram is basically like that. Yeah, you know, some some comics are like, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into these jokes," and some comics are gonna be like, "Yo, I got these boobs. What are you gonna do?" Yeah. Um, so she posted a video of her in her hotel where she was completely naked. Nice. And uh, and you know, obviously that works for her. She gets a lot of people to come to her shows or or something. I don't really know. Um, but I had no idea, like, I just like, I, I don't know how I even started following this chick on Instagram anyways. I had no idea who the hell she was. And, uh, so when I saw she was playing, I'm like, oh, cool. And she like even came in, she like walked into the, to the club and, and took a video of us and put us on her, her story of us playing uh, under the sea and stuff like that. So it was cool. I saw, cause I, I noticed her when she walked in. Um, but I was really confused of where the hell this girl came from and who she really is. I, I know nothing about this girl. I know nothing about her. Um, I actually have never seen her do comedy. So, I mean, she could be hilarious. She could be not good. I, I have no idea. Um, I, I know she's uh, – I've been seeing her on her calendars. I know she lives out here in L.A., and she's pretty much booked a lot. Uh, but yeah, I don't really know. I think she's just kind of like on the, uh, on, 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 the, on the rise right now, like kind of hmm. up and coming. I don't know. I don't think she's done like TV stuff. I think she's just been kind of grinding it out. And So, so looking, looking up – after the fact, after I was like, who the fuck is this girl? Um, she apparently was on like MTV2 at some point. Ah, time. okay. There you go. Some type of like, uh, you know, I don't know, something like the boy code or girl code or whatever like that probably. Because I know, remember the, what's the other girl that, that you did, uh, you came down here and played with that one time. It sounds so weird to say. Well, yeah. Uh, take it easy there, Rick. But, <laughs> uh, Carly uh, uh, Carly Aquilino, yeah, yeah. And I think Jessime Peluso was on one of those codes and got big from it. Uh, Andrew Schultz. There, there's been a couple people that have kind of like been on those girl code, guy code, which now they're doing a – they're coming out later in 2019. They're bringing it back, but it's non-gender specific. It's called they code. What? Yeah, they're bringing back girl code, guy code, but they're making it like non-gender specific, and it's just gonna be called they code. But I mean, as much as I shit on on MTV and what they've done and everything like that, honestly, I mean they they everything they put out is usually pretty bit pretty much a smash hit. Yeah, I was kidding about that. That would be oh. terrible. But <laughs> uh, here's here's how crazy this world is. You didn't even think that was something that's not. No. Happy. You're like, oh yeah, they Dude, that's it. that's exactly what I would expect. Yeah. <laughs> oh my dude, I really thought <laughs> I really it's called thought that person was code. <laughs> they code kind of makes sense. They code. Wow, dude, yeah, you fucking got me on that. All right. I know. Isn't that fucking crazy that we live in a world where you where I told you there's gonna be a show called They Code and you were like, Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> that's gonna happen. Um, so this Kate Quigley girl, uh, she, uh, she hosted the 2016, um, AVN awards. Um, and then she was on MTV's MTV two's ad TV. That, that's the porn thing. The AVNs. I have no clue. Honestly, the annual, uh, vagina night awards. I have no, no clue. I don't know. So, so she hosted a, a, a an award show that may or may not exist. Yeah, apparently was air, aired on Showtime. I, I'm, oh, that's something. Um, yeah, and then uh, she was she was on an episode of The mm. Office. Pretty good. Yeah. Now, did, did you? Now I know you guys were rocking and rolling. Did you get a chance to to pop in and check out any of the show? No, no, I didn't. I I, I have no clue what 
I, I, I've never seen, it's funny, it's like I've seen so much about her and I've never seen a single comedy bit from her. I don't know if she's funny at all, um, but the one thing I do know is that she's a raging drunk. Nice. Yeah, when we were we were there, one of the managers was like, she's been here the last three days. She comes in, she gets pissed drunk, and then tries to fight guys that talk to her. And I have to watch her every single night. He goes, I'm so fucking happy she's leaving. So she goes in there, gets hammered, mm-hmm. pulls her boobs out. Then when a guy walks up and talks to her, she tries to fight them. Yeah, yeah, it seems like that's the, uh, seems like that's the MO there. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, apparently, uh, apparently she, uh, is, I, I, listen, if you go to her Instagram, you would understand why, why people want to talk to her. I mean, she constantly poses, you know, half nude or fully nude on, uh, on the Instagram. And, uh, it's, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, uh, you're putting yourself out there, dude. So, yeah. you know, don't be surprised when people, you know, try and proposition you. Let me ask you a question, Rick. If you were a smoking hot chick. Mm-hmm. How easy do you think social media would be for you? Oh, God, it'd be a fucking cinch. Like, you'd have, like, a million followers. I'd have a million followers tomorrow if I had, yeah, like, a hot Instagram chick body. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you know what? Like, and, anybody, and anybody that turns around and says, well, that's sexist because it's not just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you can use your body to be able to get everything. That's 100%. bullshit. 100% because you have a, a large butt and you're putting it in yoga pants and taking pictures of it daily. Yeah. Dude, that's all people do on Instagram. Is they're yeah. just like they just look at chicks with big butts. <laughs> that is basically it. I mean, like there's whole forums and shit that go around with it. And, oh. and and honestly, this is one of the things too. Is like I can't go around just like whipping out my junk and 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 getting it. To, I mean, maybe if I did, probably, I'd probably I'd probably unfollow you. <laughs> it probably would stir some controversy. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. I mean, same thing though. All right, so picture this. Let's say let's say instead of. Uh, Kate Quigley, it's Kyle Quigley, and this guy's like, would do a show, go to the go to the bar next door, get hammered drunk, pull his nuts out, and then anytime somebody came to talk to him about it, was like, I'm gonna fight you about, it. I'm gonna fight you now. <laughs> I'd be like, they're like, this guy's never coming back here again. <laughs> yeah, but maybe, yeah. maybe I mean, listen, who knows? Maybe uh, I mean, that was the manager at the, uh, at, the at the at the CB place, huh? That said that. Yeah, I think he. I think I think he was a manager. I don't know. It was just some guy. Some, that, some of that I know worked, he yeah. worked there. Yeah, I know he worked there, and he just mentioned that he had to watch her because she would get pissed drunk and then try to fight guys that talked to her. Now, when you were playing, you see her bopping around at all? She did. I, I saw your she, band on her story. She literally walked in, took a video of us, and the only reason why I knew to look was because I, when I saw her walk across, I was like following her to see what she was doing, and then she whipped out her phone and started videoing uh, us. And then that's when that's when I was like, as soon as we finished the song, I I yelled to my guitar player. I'm like, "Yo, go on to her her story because I guarantee you that we're probably on it." And yeah, I wish, I, she, I wish I wish she somehow would have shout you guys out in some way, but yeah, I mean, she was kind of in and out. And then she was there towards the like the very end, like once we finished the show. That's when I had talked to the guy who worked there and said that she does she's been there every single night getting pissed drunk simply because she was just there and she was talking to somebody. And then I turned around and she was gone. And then like ten minutes later, there was a post on Instagram where she found two other girls to take their tops off and be on her Instagram. Wow. Yeah, it was weird, man. It's a very weird situation. So I mean, I'm hoping she's funny. I don't know, and honestly, I probably. I wouldn't care. I don't think. Let's play a fun game. Let's play a fun game. It's called Do. Now, neither of us have seen her do comedy. Do we think 
that she's funny. I don't think she's funny. I, and I think maybe, maybe the reason why she's doing all of these nude posts and naked posts and everything like that is to kind of uh, negate the fact that uh, she is not funny. Yeah. One would think, one would think Ricky. Mm-hmm. Um, now <laughs> she's kind of doing like a, She's kind of ripping off Brit Kreischer. Brit Kreischer takes his shirt off all the time. Yeah, but she doesn't do it on stage. Oof. Well, that might as make her. As far as I know, she doesn't do it on stage. I mean, if she did the whole thing topless, yeah. I mean, I guess I can understand why people would go to her show. She could sit there and just she could just fart into a microphone. And as long as she's topless, people will go. Uh, I would pay probably forty bucks to see a girl take her shirt off and then fart into a microphone. <laughs> That's it. Just just forty bucks. Imagine if you can get a whole room yeah. people that would do that. How much money you would make? Yeah, you, you well, they would sell out all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could do Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. A, a residency in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Like, did you see the? Did you, did you see the show about the chick? Yeah, I saw it eighty-seven times last year. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to see it again. Double header. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the went to the early evening show and the late evening show. It never gets old. <laughs> and just that's it. That's it's the whole show. Same show, same <laughs> microphone, same chick. Oh God! Whoever has talking to that microphone after definitely gets pink eye. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. All right. Well, <laughs> with that, we will end today's episode. Uh, you can be able to check out all the rest of the podcast on all podcast platforms, and always go to cannabisradio.com to be able to check out everything as well as the other podcasts that are on there. Speaking of other podcasts, um, did my first interview for the new podcast that I'm going to be doing. Uh, called My Green Radio. I talked to Howie Spangler from Ballyhoo, and it was really, really cool. I've got some other guests that's coming on. The drummer from uh, the band Cashed Out is going to be coming on. Scott Klopstein, who was the old uh, trumpet player from Real Big Fish, I'm going to be talking to as well. It's going to be pretty cool. That's going to be out towards the end of August. Um, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to do that. If you want to check out Matt, anywhere he is, at Matt Bellick. And you also go to the com to be able to see where they're going to be. And uh, you're going to be down here. I think that it's the next episode that we get to do together. Or yeah, I'll, be, I'll, be, oh, I'll be down. Uh, actually, we have to do one more without it. Because I, I come in town a week from... Well, we're recording this on a Thursday. It'll be released on Friday. So when this comes out, I, I come in not this Friday, but the next Friday. Okay. All right. So we will, uh, we'll try and do it together, not next week, but the week after. Live in studio, Matt Bellick will grace. We'll definitely do that. Something like that. I don't, I don't really know what happens there. Yeah. Well, that's basically it. So um, I guess uh, say bye, Matt. Klopstein out. <laughs> The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.